trained a, a lot today, buddy. My fucking neck hurts. Are we live yet? Yeah, we're live. Fuck. God damn it. What is good? Welcome, welcome to another episode of What About with Pat and Andy. I'm not Pat, and he's not Andy. We got a fun-filled... What are you doing with those fingers? What are you doing with those fingers? Hey, Pat, can you respond to what I'm saying right now? That's a no, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Of course I can. I can do it a a ton. Watch. Watch. I'm going to say something right now, and you're going to say something right back. Right back at you, Uh, and uh, and right after I'm done with this, you're going to say something right back to me right now? I'm going to interrupt you before you stop saying that to say something, because we are real-time, baby. We're streamlining. We are mainlining, and we are sucking dicks. Wait, that doesn't rhyme. (laughs) It doesn't have to rhyme. It's true as shit. A.K.A. I got Ethernet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, dude. Pat got Ethernet. I realized I'd have to get the longest cord in the fucking world uh, and have to, like, maneuver things along the ceiling and all do all this other shit. And then Steph go, I go to Steph, and she just goes, my wife, and she just goes, it is 20 bucks to upgrade the Internet. And I was like, let's do that. And if, they, if the Internet's, if it's not good enough that way, we can just get a signal booster. So, yeah, me and Pat, we are running hot with A-plus inter-fucking-net. We're excited to be here uh, streaming and talking to you beautiful fucking people. Today (laughs) on the podcast, you can tell I'm multitasking. Today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about the album Versions by Poison the Well. But before we get into that, let's do a little chit-chat, get out some plugs, Pat, where the fuck, if you're vibing out on the internet, where the fuck can people find you? Well, Andy, you can fucks with what I do at Baby Mermaid Productions on YouTube, or you can follow uh, at Baby Mermaid Productions on Instagram and or follow the page, Gross Domesticated Podcast page on Facebook. Uh, We go live from uh, the Instagram and Facebook every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And you can pound off. You can join in. You can kind of like call into the show or you can join in if you want. I will send you a Zoom link and, you know, I'm I'll kick you out if you suck. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Like you guys can uh, you guys can join on uh, pound off and uh, sing along. Uh, Andy, how, how? how about you? Where, where can people find you except for where they're watching you directly right now? Wait, are you um, I have to I have to post about this on social media. So I'm going to ask you, how's hacks doing? Are you bringing that back anytime soon? hacks is doing well uh actually we are I, I, like we have the the guest list all set up we have uh the people that we want to do have you some not, of- have you not contacted all the guests yet i'm assuming no i don't think so okay good good because i no. know i know there would be some guests that well, if they found out they all got contacted he'd be a little mad and no, he'd, no. he'd have no friends to hit dingers with <laughs> well guess what there's going to be dingers hit my friend and you better believe it but we haven't contacted everybody because we haven't like we haven't like scheduled anybody. The the uh, the host and and partial scheduler uh, John Montag uh, is uh, wonderful at golf and he's wonderful at being a father. But he also like there's a like it's hard to plan a whole day of golf. <laughs> Wait, sorry, sorry. I'm just looking. Maybe. I'm just looking at all the YouTube stuff within. Three minutes of this street being live, one thumbs down already. God damn, the internet's brutal. <laughs> That's awesome. That really, I, I honestly, I think it's my hair. 
I didn't get to do my hair after I got out of the shower, and that's probably that's what's gonna it's gonna kill us. There's definitely a Bret Hart fan that saw your shirt that's fucking pissed off. What's up with that shirt? It says Bret the shit man fart. <laughs> Hold on, let me I'll show you the rest. Bret the shit man fart, and it says it says uh the uh shark shooter. And then down here it says the flatulence of execution. Where in the fuck did you get that shirt? Uh, I think uh, T Public. No, T. What's the thing where they make a bunch of like copywritten shit, but like uh, illegally? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Taiwan. Yeah, I got it from there. <laughs> I got it from Taiwan dot shop dot <laughs> I honestly can't remember. I think it's T Public. Not T Public. It's like it wasn't like a it's like a thing where like independent artists make these designs. And Etsy? Then they, it's kind of like Etsy. Yeah. But it's just like mainly just T-shirts. Oh, OK. Interesting. It's fucking it's pretty awesome. I, I, uh, I cut you off. What was the rest you were going to say about hacks? John Montag is dragging his feet and doesn't want the world to see this beautiful content. I think basically what it is, is is John Montag doesn't want to host Hacks anymore. So we're putting out a call for a brand new host to Hacks. And Andy, that's exactly why we didn't reach out to you as a guest, because we'd like to consider you as one of the candidates as a host. Oh, shit. Oh, so shit. You want to be the new host of Hacks. You can email me at Baby Mermaids Productions, <laughs> Baby Mermaid Productions, sorry, at gmail.com. And uh, and or just if really just if you want to email me, that's cool too. You Wait, is John is John really not the host anymore? No, he is. He, he's just the fact that he has a baby. He has a busy life. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna I was gonna say I was like I have a I have a fucking mini crush on John, and I was gonna. <laughs> I oh, wanna... John's my money back. The, honestly, if anybody's gonna get me famous by any producing any of these shows, aside from us, I mean, this is just brilliant music. I now. was gonna say, don't fucking hurt my feelings right now. <laughs> But I mean, I, but looks wise, like who's going to get me on TV? Oh, we yeah. Got, we got faces for radio, baby. That's yeah. why we got the thumbs down. That's why I wear baggy hoodies. Yeah, uh, you, you John Montag's a cutie and a half. Um, uh, spelled Montague. Pronounced Montag. Yeah, Montague spelled Montag said. That's John <laughs> Montag. And uh, I am, uh, I, I feel like uh, visually, maybe I'm, I'm appealing. Uh, we do have the sumo match with Lemaire coming up too. I want to just give a quick a reminder to people. Oh, facts, facts. July third in John Montag's backyard. I feel like he should be reminded that he committed to that. Uh, he will be hosting the first ever live stream sumo match from New Jersey. Hell yeah! So we will be uh, sumo matching. We're gonna you're gonna be able to bet. There's gonna be uh, there's gonna be pre-shows. There's gonna be a whole ceremony, obviously. And it will be COVID safe. While they will be wearing the sumo diapers around their waist, they will also be wearing them around their face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a really good idea. No, <laughs> no one will be wearing masks, but we will be wearing the sumo diapers. Sumo, sumo diaper. You can find me on the internet at Andy Malafarina, twitch.tv. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> YouTube. Uh, every, every, uh, well, most days during the week, I've actually been crushing the YouTube content. I put out this big bad video about uh, Dogecoin because I've, th I think it, I lost money this weekend. So now I'm convinced it's a Ponzi scheme. And uh, yeah, dude, it was. <laughs> I was like fucking no, because I've been using that Robinhood app because I have I, I'm like into crypto, but I haven't figured out how to do one of those like like those like off the beaten path, like make your own wallet and do all this other shit. So like I was using like the Robinhood app 
And I was just, because it was going crazy this weekend, so I was having fun, like, oh, it's going up, I'm going to sell, now it's dipping, I'm going to buy some. And I did that a bunch of times. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is basically day trading. And I was like, what are the rules on, what are the rules on Robinhood? And uh, like, basically how they look at crypto, uh, it works the same way as like, um, there's like a capital gains tax on it. Like every time you make profit, it's like a percentage of what you made in profit. And really I was doing like small potatoes on what I was buying and selling and all. I was literally just, no, cause it was, dude, it was cracking me up. Cause it was, it was cruising at like six, seven, eight cents for a while. And then last, whatever it was Thursday or Friday, it like shot up to like uh, actually, no, it was like Tuesday when we were recording pains in the mouth. It was like jumping up. It was jumping up to like 10 cents. I think it got to 10 cents while we recorded the podcast. And then I saw the next day it jumped up to like 14. And I was like, this is a crazy spike. So I sold some and then it jumped up again to like 20 cents. So I was like, all right, it's not getting higher than this. So I sold some again. <laughs> And then it was like chilling at like 45 cents for a while on like Friday or whatever. And so like I, I was like, all right, I lost all this shit. I'm just going to fucking have fun with it and basically treat this like a game. And it was going to be fun, dude. It was going to be fun. I was going to like I was going to be like, OK, I lost 2000 Dogecoin because I was being stupid. Now I'm going to play around and I'm slowly going to get it back. And it was nice. going to be. And then like after buying and selling like five or six times. I remembered, I was like, wait a minute, I'm using the Robinhood app. This is also exchanging money in the United States. Someone has to get their cut. So I was like, there's, so I started Googling. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. And I found out about capital gains tax. And I was like, fuck, goddamn, goddamn U.S. government took my fun little game away. Yep. And that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's, you're, you're, it's, uh, the, what's the phrase? The house always wins. Well, so I would have kept doing it if I would. Because here's the thing I didn't know about capital gains tax is they don't like so if they say you make like a thousand dollar profit, they don't do it based on like the percentage of that exchange and take it out during that exchange. They they figure out their cut based off like your fucking yearly salary. So it's. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying right now. I don't know. It just was like the, like I was doing all the math and stuff and how I, cause, cause I thought they would just take the taxes. Out. I don't know why I assume this, but I thought they would take yeah. the taxes out while I was doing it and stuff. Yeah. Like they would, that, that's kind of what they do. Dom like has like stocks through her work. So like every once in a while she'll, she'll like sell some like, or, or have them, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, vested or whatever the fuck it is, like any of this bullshit. And then she'll like, uh, She'll do that, and then they'll go like, but then they take all the taxes out. <clears throat> but even though at the end of the year, when we or the beginning of the year, when we have to do taxes, they still need us to like bring paperwork for all that shit because like we need to show that we already pay taxes. Like, how do you even know about that? What is that? That's the <laughs> like, th yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, do you need to know every other thing? Like, no, 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 just that. Yeah, and I'll, and the thing that was annoying me is I just assumed like like if you go to the store and buy something, there's sales tax on it. And they just take the sales tax out of there right away. Mm -hmm. I just was like, 
Because, like, my brain thinks in what's the most efficient way to do it, and that's not how the government always thinks. Like, what's the most efficient way? And I was just like, yeah, it would just make the most sense. Like, you just take your cut out of it during this exchange. And it's like, no, it's a thing that you do all these exchanges, and then at the end of the year, you you uh, submit your 1099, and then they go, oh, okay, here's all the money you owed. And I'm like, I'm not getting into that. I'm not worrying about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, at, at a certain point, like I, I feel like it. Like you were saying, like it's just a game. Like or it was just a game for you. Like you know, just well, play this game. Well, but like that's what it feels like. It feels like gambling. It feels like a fucking game. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're gonna win. Like I, unless you're the people who are going to win off of this have already won. Well, and here's the irony: is I'm probably just gonna go gamble now. <laughs> yeah, get some scratchers. I could have been. I could have been like investing in the stock market, but you're you're making it annoying. So now I'm just gonna go fucking gamble. And honestly, I think do you and you only really have to claim winnings if they meet, read us reach a certain amount and you're not, you know, you're not going to reach that amount. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, it's a certain amount. And then there's a difference between short term capital gains and long term capital gains. So fuck my dick. I want to just go back to trading rocks. Man. Wait, I don't, wait, wait, wait. What Can, is it, was that real? It's a real offer. It's on the table. Can I suck your dick? That's how we solve all this, honestly. We get rid of rid of the ga- uh, capital gains tax, and we start getting uh, some part of the Andy Cack attack. Uh, we just start to overcome our homophobia and just suck each other off, dude. Do it. Let's just get it over with and start getting some thumbs up on YouTube. Yeah, we did actually get another thumbs up. Hell yeah! That's Hell yeah! Good. No, I've been get I've been getting some people loving up on me on the YouTube. Been loving the music, the the music things you've been doing. Too. Yeah, so that's why that's why I kind of I think now because like Twitch is I'm I'm not doing Twitch as much, so I've been uh, I've been doing Twitch like once a week just because there's been a little bit more stand up and I I I I want to I want to give myself more time to take in and then so when I when I give give that sounds so pretentious but when <laughs> but when i when i give you my cum i want it to i want it i want it to taste like uh, a starburst not asparagus is kind of what i'm saying speaking of my cat ate my cupcakes today wait man dude you hit that c the cu and i was like pat come on man we're live streaming <laughs> and then you said puh and i was like thank you lord cupcakes uh- but yeah, sorry. I, I you were yeah exactly. We're gonna give you that sweet content no matter what, whether it tastes like pineapples or asparagus. Mine usually. I just had a real stinky pee in the shower. Fuck yeah, bro. I'm like I'm like a brilliant moron because that is so true. Like yeah. I want to take in good shit all week, so when I come out this content, I want it to taste like fucking Starburst, not asparagus. Damn, dude, I fucking kill it at this shit. All yeah, right. Dude. That's the name of the episode. My cum tastes like uh, uh, <laughs> use the whole all of it. Paraphrase. Andy Malafarina quotes TM. I want my cum to taste like Starburst, not asparagus. <laughs> Brilliant idiot. Fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, that is a thing I should say. Well, you can you guys can check this out live every Sunday night around 7 p.m. If there's a WWE pay-per-view, it will be early. <laughs> yep. And tonight it was a little bit late, and that's my bad, guys. I uh, I trained from 12 o'clock p.m. this afternoon until 4 p.m. this afternoon. Uh, 
all MMA. And then we had to shit talk close friends for 20 minutes. So yep. we uh, sure. we did start the episode a little bit late. I do apologize. Um, I was very tired and I was very hungry and I needed to eat and shower before the show. And that's my bad. And I was I needed to be a mean girl. Uh, th- those are our <laughs> explanations. Oh, you're a bitch. I am a little bit of a bitch. You're a little bit of a bitch, Andy. But, I, but I've been crushing, uh, just crushing all the content, baby. Yeah, we do this Sunday nights. You can check out me pumping out videos most of the days during the week. I'm venturing into like wrestling and crypto. That's right. If you guys want music, wrestling, and crypto, I'm your fucking channel. Uh, uh, wait, uh, I thought I had one. I, oh, I was like, I was like, wait, what's happening? Like, is he? What if I just levitated? <laughs> you ascend, are you ascending to heaven? Like, oh my god, Andy, it's happening! <laughs> oh my god, I totally said you weren't real. My bad. You have finally pleased our heavenly Father. <laughs> Bless him. Um. Oh, but then Tuesday nights, I still will. We, I, I still will be vibing out on Twitch. Talking hella shit. I'm thinking about bringing here Andy talk or something like that back. Just something where I scream my own opinions for an hour again. But I'll figure that out. I'm just going to vibe out on Twitch for a while. Maybe turn that into a podcast. Let's not say vibe out. What's going on with the vibe out? What is that? I vibe out. I vibe out. What does that mean? That means I'm sorry. That- I'm not criticizing you. I need to know. Are you seriously saying vibe out? Or are you like saying like vibe out like... Because I need to know. I'm a month away from this being serious. You know how when you like say something ironically and then it just becomes your vernacular? You're doing this ironically. And I love it. Oh, yeah. I, I was I, I was doing this to mock a man. Now, life is mocking me by giving that to me. Just giving that to me. It's part of my life now, man. Yeah. That's what I, I feel like there's, there's a thing where I do the same thing with uh, making fun of saying stuff. I say turlet a lot of times. Yeah. Even I'm like. Oh, excuse me, where's your turlet? You know, like like they say, like, did you say turlet? Oh, you do you, it to common folk too. Yeah, if you say turlet, but not like in a southern twang or a southern like some kind of accent. Like, <laughs> like excuse me, madam, where's your turlet? <laughs> yeah, dude, without the southern accent, it fucking stinks. It really, it really slaps. So I really like to say that, you know, because I'm I'm hip with all the youths out there, Andy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you I, are. Did I, I can't remember if I told you my did I tell you my theory on white uh, white rappers white white uh, people white guys like white rappers I can't remember if we talked about it last I can't remember if I had the realization from not the last enough of those words were in a format of a sentence so I don't know what you just asked me uh, the fact that like I was in the car with Manny I think I did talk about this I was in the car with Manny and I was talking about Santiago uh, Manny Santiago Santiago. And he said, uh, and I, I like all the rappers that I was saying, like, oh yeah, this I, I this is on my playlist. This is, and he's like, yeah, all white people like that. Yeah, yeah, you, they like that. That's kind of like, it's all like the stereotypical. Who? Sh- Who? And he was telling me that. No, 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 no. But he, I can't, I can't remember. Like off, like uh, I, I said, like I said, Kendrick Lamar, and he's like, let me guess, to pimp a butterfly. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, and he's like, yeah, that's kind of the everyone likes kendrick i i get what he's yeah. saying but every I, I take offense by it i didn't take offense by it i was just kind of saying like oh yeah yeah like so i i didn't i didn't mean for that to be half i just wanted to be exposed to more uh more like more like essentially like not just the hits like mm-hmm. i want to find like the deep cuts i wanted to find like good shit that i wouldn't be exposed to necessarily just like obviously from whatever fucking uh areas i am and then I thought, like, trying to explain, like, 
I don't know why. I think the reason I like Action Bronson so much is not just because he's white, but it's because because the first time I ever saw him, he was in he was in cartoon form, and it was on the Lucas Brothers cartoon. Oh, See? and I have a real uh, attachment to somebody that like fucking gets it. Yeah, and to me, when you're in when you're in comedy. That's a big part of like self-deprecation that like is really cool that like anytime I see a rapper animated, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also rappers rappers are like the least least self-deprecating people in the world. Yeah, At did, least yeah. I, I, I think majority of rappers are truly normal people, but I think they gotta do some like WWE shit. Like I do think I do think most rappers are a like almost the same way as like you or me would be on stage as a comic. They're like a heightened form of themselves. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. Is like, did you watch? Uh, there was a thing. Didn't isn't oh, Bad uh, Bunny a performer? Who? Bad Bunny. Yeah. He uh he literally yeah. just was on wrestling for like the past three months. How would he do? Bro, he did so well. Now he's like. He's like stick thin, so when he was punching the Miz, and the Miz was like, "Oh, oh, oh," you'd be like, "Okay, whatever." But he was banging out some moves that you're like, "Oh, okay, my man went to wrestling school and figured this shit out." Right, and that's the thing is like when you get when you there's somebody that buys in, you're just like one of those things of like, "Oh, you get it." Like there's a thing he's gonna have to take a bump every once in a while. He's gonna like that's that's kind of a a, a way of like self deprecate. It's like acting. Like well, I looked at it. it he also and it sounds corny to say in reference to wrestling, but he sort of like like he he paid respect to the art form or whatever, however the fuck you want to say it. Because he's like, okay, he went in prepared, and now, like, as a big wrestling fan, I look at that and I go, oh, Bad Bunny's my dude till the end. Like, anything happens, I'll blindly defend him. Like, he's my fucking dude now. <laughs> Cut to uh, multiple sexual allegations, and you're just, like, standing by it. And I'm just standing there. I'm like, man, I can't believe 300 women lied about rape. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 368 now? <laughs> Jesus really culture's really going down we got a lot of liars out there that's a, like where's the manners nowadays so yeah <laughs> I, I think that's a i think that's a thing of like uh the the realization like getting it like that kind of thing like i i like that uh and like i i, I it's I don't, I don't know like i i was trying to figure out that that thing but i was like i don't think it's a problem necessarily it's just you know like what's a problem like the fact that like like though that would be the things that are on my playlist or something like that of saying like, Oh yeah, those are kind of the hits. Those are like, everybody kind of like, I, it's, I'm not like, what? and I don't think it's even Manny just being like kind of a music snob, but it was like one of those things of like, wait, am I just like the typical, like fucking white bitch? <laughs> like well, as here, here's the thing though. Here's it's the, also not my lane necessarily. I don't necessarily. Well, and, and also too, if you look in, I've actually, this is funny you bring this up. Cause I was actually just thinking about this shit. Like if you really look into like how, like if you, if you look into how like propaganda works, you slowly start to realize like you you have very few truly organic opinions. You know what I mean? And like there's certain things like like when it comes to punk rock, like that is your truly organic opinion. But something like you're not a hip hop guy. Yeah. So you just kind of like you're just going to kind of like and I'm I'm I do this too. I absolutely do this too with certain anything in the world you're like the stuff you're not as passionately invested in you're gonna fall in line so to speak with whatever 
sort of like the common thing is for a dude with your if you were like a video game character a dude with your skill set a dude with your resume you're gonna like but when you go into something you're much more aware of which is like mma punk rock music huge dongs like you're (laughs) gonna you're gonna be an expert on right yeah yeah and you're gonna you're gonna your opinion's gonna be more uniquely your own i was thinking about that where it's just like there's certain things there's certain things in the world where i'm like i'm not gonna understand i don't i i'm not gonna truly get a pure understanding of quantum physics so i'll go out i'll figure out who my quantum physics guy is and if anyone ever wants to know my opinion on quantum physics i'll be like well quantum physics joe said and then like and people need to realize that's how most of our opinions work like you're you're really good at a few things and then everything else you're just re- you're just referencing your favorite expert yeah you didn't you didn't discover this person and a lot of times that happens a lot of times with like sports talk and shit like that anytime i hear somebody talking about uh like fighting or something like that when i if i go if i'm at the gym or something like that and i hear two guys talking about a fight and they kind of have that like, that like aspect of like, did you did you see any of the the stuff from the Jake Paul uh, Ben Askren shit? Oh, and you know what? Before we should get into Poison the Well in a oh, yeah, minute, Jesus. but yeah. I did <laughs> I did know I did really want to ask you about that because I saw that. And I, I tell you, dude, it like it, I, you know how they say like don't check your phone right when you wake up. It's true because it just like it it started my day off on a shitty note because I was like, God damn it, Askren. But do you think? Do you think there's any validity to the fact that he took a dive? No, no. The fact that like the, 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 I don't think he took a dive because he's not, I don't think he's that good at acting. He did. I think he maybe is used to the thing is like when people go like, he's got a hell of a chin. No, I think he just is good at fighting concussed. Like (laughs) that's the thing. It's like the thing with him was the, uh, the, the funniest thing was like the fact that every time, like when I heard people, experts like so like experts say like oh i think aspirin will take him here or i think aspirin will take him here like the, like people like there was never a question and i was like guys he is a retired like he got fucked up by robbie lawler i think if they had stood him up when he was getting like blasted in the face if they had stood him up at that time and said like here hold your hands out or do whatever he would have been like all right, are we ready to start? So wait, let, let, let me uh, let me recovering. let me just cut you off there because what you're what's past referencing is like everyone kept referring to this clip of him getting fucking pummeled by Robbie Lawler, and like being like, oh, he still fought the fight. So what I, what was the situation with that? So he got pummeled, and what was it? The end of the round? I think it was no, no, no. He was getting pummeled, and then he just kind of like took the punches, but was changing position. Uh, and ended up getting him in a bulldog choke was just like a side, like almost like a little brother choke or whatever. Like you have him in a side headlock and, uh, and, and Herb Dean ended up fucking stopping the fight. Cause he thought he saw his arm drop or he was, there's a lot of injuries that can happen from that position or whatever, but there's uh, essentially the thing was him just taking all those blows and still like, like being coherent at the end, like you can recover. That's the whole thing. People get fucking rocked and they like in a round, they get dropped. If they stand back up and they go sit on the stool for a little bit and relax and like get some ice, get some water, fucking like try to get back and recover a little bit, they can come back and be not like, not that they're like it never happened, but like that they're recovered. 
So I think that's what he kind of counted on, maybe, was the fact that he can just take punishment because he did stand up. Like he was wobbly. He he wobbled a little, but he got up right away. Right. So like he he he. I don't. I wasn't in the ring. I didn't fucking whatever. I don't think he took a dive. But this is what I was talking about. He doesn't have boxing skills necessarily, from what I've seen. I and like, also you I, you saw his body, dude. Dude clearly did not train that much. Right. And and that's the thing is like I think he was trying to make a point. And like I by and again, I think he can just take a lot of punishment. So like there's there's a lot of things with like with that that I, I, I think that's nuts to me. I was actually more interested in the fact that I didn't realize Frank Mir was gonna fight. Frank Mir's hmm. an old MMA fighter. Yeah. I was fighting, I think, a pro boxer. That one that, is a more interesting thing. That just made that just annoyed the shit out of me because it's just like, bro, you're gonna get first round knocked out by like the biggest dickhead in the world. Like that's the thing. It would, dude. It, 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 go back to fucking uh, Mickey Gall prepping for CM Punk. Or I heard him talk about. I heard Mickey Gall talk about this, and he's like, Mickey Gall's like, obviously I'm going to crush CM Punk, yeah. but I'm gonna train like it's a real fight. Just so there's no likelihood that he'll win. And it's like, that's what Ben Askren should have done. Ben Askren should have trained like, like it, it was. was yeah, like it was Robbie fucking Lawler. And just, but just like still, so you can go in there with even more confidence. But I think it seems like what uh, something happened, like what you did, what you said, where he's like, I'm not even going to train that much to prove a point. And it's like, well, he fucking proved the point that you should have fucking trained. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is like, I, I, they should have they should have him fight like a legitimate if you're fighting an MMA like yes he has a great record and that's incredible he did a lot of it with his wrestling <laughs> so he did very little of it with his striking I'm yeah. very sorry to say that I'm not shaming Ben Askren I'm just saying that I saw this coming this was the perfect fight for him especially with him even retired I think he could have taken him right after he fought Damian Maya and he would have been fine mm. right he retired the fact that Ben Askren was choked out he was finished in his last two fights by Jorge Masvidal in five seconds with a knee which is which he has also started to say like he's not taking it as well now that he, like he's getting a lot more harassment on the internet like from even before the knockout uh, from Jake Paul but he's he was even saying like all right Jorge let's you know let's get this straight like we all know that like you got lucky like you had one lucky shot like you got a knee I, you know, I made essentially made you famous kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, but also he trained that exact move. Like, like you saw him training that exact move the night before the fight. You also like, gave him that opening. You gave it one. And that's when he's just not, he's just not at the level. He's definitely not at the level of UFC, but he is a very tough individual that I think was relying on the fact that he could take a punch but like he he didn't it he didn't even block like he wasn't even moving. Why aren't you moving around? What's going on? Why aren't you trying to punch him and move? Like it it, it seemed like a, if it was a setup at all, it was a setup in that way. Where he was just like, okay, I'll just stand flat footed in front of you and just tee off. Go ahead now. I don't know. I'm st I got to be perfectly honest. I'm like I'm still like 60 and I know Ben Askren isn't a Ben Askren's not an amazing boxer or whatever, but I'm still like, I'm like between 60, 40, 70, 30 that he like took a dive, like sort of 40, 30 on the dive. Cause it's just insane. I don't he, know. I, he like, made 
$500,000 from the fight. Yeah, he made half a million. So he made that, and then he prop maybe he did fucking Ocean's Eleven, all of us, and just put, like, what is that Ocean's Eleven? What's the, what's the thing where, like, or any movie. No, uh, Dodgeball. He dodgeballed us, where he put all the money that he won also on himself to to lose in that exact time. But, it, it, dude, it's just, cr- like, I told, I watched the video. I was just like, bro, you're a trained fighter. How, like, you just left yourself that fucking open in the, the in that, that, that clip where he gets knocked the fuck, where he gets fucking laid out by Jake Paul. I don't think it's, I and I don't think it's as charming as everybody else to have Pete Davidson and Snoop Dogg on the fucking commentary. They don't know anything. Like, I kind of want to know somebody that's like, hey, this person's doing pretty good. This person's not doing that good. Like, not. I mean, and I, 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 like, 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 they're not, that's not a fucking roast, bro. Like, just Snoop Dogg's thing when Nate Robinson was getting fucked up was pretty great, though. And also, these are kind of like joke boxing matches. So I don't think they really need, and I'm, I'm not, that, that's not even to, that's not even to shit on Snoop Dogg or Pete Davidson, but it's like if it's going to be a joke boxing match, let's put funny people on commentary at least. Yeah, but you can also like in the in the same vein that like somebody like Joe Rogan is funny and knows about the sport of MMA is a commentator. You have like have somebody that's funny and is familiar with the sport of boxing that can give you a little bit of play by play and yeah. a little bit of commentary. Yeah, but at the end of at the end of the day, I think these shows are really just like money grab shit shows. So it is what it is. Might as well make them fucking funny. Yeah, just make it a little bit better. Guys, we can help you. You know what I mean? There's yeah. gonna be commentary at the cinema match and well, it's gonna be way better than that. <laughs> well, I think we need a little help talking about this fucking album <laughs> and, and fucking staying on topic. <laughs> A good job. This is a good warm up, though. Like we had the warm up, we couldn't obviously have the warm up we had. We were talking such vicious shit. Oh, just being terrible fucking close bitches. Friends. Just being pure gossipy bitches. And also, shout out to the chat. I don't know if you left or not, but Rookie was in the chat. Hey, Rookie. Um, oh, it's something. <laughs> but yeah, we were being gossipy, Gabby. I I don't know if I think YouTube gets weird when you say that word. Anyway. Really? Yeah, they're cunty when you say that word, and uh, <laughs> it's so dumb. it's so dumb. I hate it so much. It's so fucking stupid. She's fu- stop being like I, I hate that you have to be like a fuck. I was talking to Nate about this. Um, fucking, you have to be a fucking free speech warrior, and you're like, no, just like stop being lame. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, can we just giggle about naughty words and fucking? Yeah. What's the cutoff point? Like, where, where, when are we gonna stop? Like, when? How? How much does? How much does language really evolve that much? And it, and I'm not talking about all the bullshit made up words. I'm talking about like the fact that like really like like cunt like cunt just works. Okay, it hits. It hits. And if you want to be more European, get a bidet and start saying cunt more. You fucks. <laughs> also, uh, cheat code: uh, if you get in a if you get in a fight with your significant other, and that significant other is a lady. Use masculine verbiage. Dickhead always. dickhead and asshole. Always. I feel like we've talked about this before, yeah. but it's it's a great life hack. Cause they can't they, they they're always looking for that out for you to call him a bitch or whatever. And so they can just be like, Well, you're just being an asshole. And it's just like, but if you call him dickhead, you know you guys are on fucking you're being a goddamn feminist. You're putting them on equal ground. You call him and a dickhead. My personal favorite is dipshit. I like to say, you know what? Dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Fuck face. <laughs> hey, why don't you fucking get your shit together? 
All right, we got to get our shit together. Hey, oh, and let's talk about Poison the Well. Uh, I, I was very excited to talk about this with you, Patrick, because I know this album means a whole hell of a lot to you. So why don't we start there, Pat? Why specifically did you pick this album for us to talk about this week? Yeah, I, I this is an album, like, uh, I think the best way to describe it is the fact that, like, it just kind of fucking, like, it really, it really fucking haunts me. This album is I like, am so glad you said that. Not to cut you off, but I'm so glad you said that. Because I was like, the whole time listening to this album, I was like, I like this, but I think it's making me sad. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> it, it's weird. It make it like it's it's like possessed. It's it's like a it's like the coolest, most like uh it's it's the one of the most unique albums. Like it like I, I feel like maybe on the surface. It's really strange. It's almost like um, the best way I can describe this album, Andy, is uh, is it's like the um, the hedge maze and the shining. Like it has like a moment of like like it all looks and kind of sounds the same in a big picture way. Like the, it's it's one of the best, most realized albums I've ever heard. Like what, as do far as about, like what do you mean by realized? Let me double check what your meaning of that is. Like essentially, basically, like it it is exact. Like, it's it's fully in a in a theme. Like it's like a from the beginning to the end. This is all part of this album. Gotcha. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. So like, no matter like you can't mistake it. Like oh, it's just off a no. It's not off a opposite of December. Like you know where all of these songs are from. Is that and one of like, their album names? Opposite of December. Oh, uh, the uh, one of their other albums. That's a great name. I think it's their first one, I think. Um, but they have they have essentially like this this album is kind of like that, and that's what I mean by like it haunts you. It like just reminds you of like every like every kind of turn. Like it's this looks familiar, this sounds familiar, but I feel like it's different and it's got this different like vibe. And I'm not talking about just the sounds either, like of the the uh the guitar. Like there's like some songs that are like so warm feeling. Yeah. And they just end in this chaos that's like fucking like it's not just breakdown bridge. Yeah, I wasn't it. I wasn't prepared for it cuz like I've I haven't listened to a shit ton of Poison the Well in the past, but I listened to enough to know they're like a solid hardcore like yeah. punk band. And then this there was a lot of stuff in this that really threw me for a loop uh sonically just because they they had their like there's probably what like 10 12 songs on here. Yeah, I think there's thir- actually I think there's 13, but I'll double check. Hold on. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Um and I you know, they probably had 12, like 12 12, 12. they had, there was like a third of them that were like good fast punk songs and um and then yeah, musically how the the rest of it contrasted the like sound I was expecting. I, this was probably the least this probably this album musically was the most opposite of what I expected an album you suggested was gonna sound like. Um oh, but yeah, I can, v- what? I can see that. Like that's kind of that's kind of the thing uh, like that's the point of like maybe that's why this one stands out. Like I love all their albums. Well, like, that's they're... what I was going to that's what I was going to ask like I just spit on the mic. That's what I was going to ask like how does this sound compared to other like what's this sound like compared to other poison the well albums is this the norm or is this kind does this one stand out because i know they have like four or five albums 
they kind of they had this thing where they um there this is the same producer as their the album before this one uh this is i believe hold on i just had it where'd it go uh you you come before you which was which is also a really great album i personally like but the same uh producer did that that did the uh uh that did this one this was a uh the same idea i'm sorry i forgot i freaking completely forgot the question i was gonna how does this what's is this oh, how does it sound to other ones yeah sorry yeah uh that's why i was that's why i brought that up so it's not it's not the production it's not anything else it's like it's just fucking different. The punk songs, like the faster songs like that, sound very similar to uh, some of like their faster... Because they, they would do songs similar to that in their other um, albums and stuff like that, earlier albums. But it all... Like the, the tone of it, the the like slide guitar and all that other shit, like there's like... It's so fucking different. And uh, I, okay. I... Even the next album, if I remember correctly, the album after this... I think this is, by the way, and and again, no disrespect to the band, their peak album. This is where they find like they they specifically went back to the same producer and said like, we trust them to uh, produce, and they in their own words like their new sound. So they were trying to go in a new direction, and I did get some uh, facts wrong on the last episode. They didn't go to Iceland. <laughs> I just always think Iceland because. Uh, the cover of it is like ice and cold and like an iceberg and all this shit. Isn't Iceland but, also not that cold? Yeah, it's 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 like I think Iceland. They went to the ice place with <laughs> ice, uh, but no, they went to Yuma, Sweden. So, uh, and by the way, Yuda, Yuma, uh, Sweden, is where uh, Refuse is from. That's mm. their their uh, home base. You know what so, else? Uh, hmm. Yuma, really good friend, Pat. Hey, I liked it. Hey, that was a fun. That was a nice one. That was a I, nice one. I like what you just did there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they, uh, they, they have like, with this one in particular, they had like a, a very specific idea of like, of what they wanted to do. Like it, it felt like it feels very the the album itself feels very liberating, as much as it does like. As, as much as it does like haunt my fucking brain like as, as soon as i listen to this album it's like i don't i don't have to listen to it again i hear it like just replaying in my head it's just playing in my head all the fucking time <laughs> you know the song like the song in particular um versions was a song that it's the first song on the album um uh no oh, sorry letter, letter thing. thing letter thing sorry letter thing is the first song off of uh, uh versions and it's um that song like is is such a fucking incredible like that's the hit on the album you know what i mean like yeah. there's so there's so many songs that i i love and i would there's songs that i'm like i don't know why this wouldn't be able to be played on the radio mm. and and not in the sense but like except for like in and for lack of a better term to like it's too challenging man <laughs> you know what i mean like but i i think that there's not only like is there a very clear like direction like they said that they wanted to go but like there's a lot of fucking emotion and this is probably the most this is why i thought you would be connected to it because it is by far the most emo chanel album i've ever uh i've ever like truly loved like like i love this album yeah this one it was like 
I don't know. I it, the album wasn't bad, but it was mm-hmm. like not. I don't know. It was like hard to listen to because of that reason. Like there was, yeah, there was definitely a lot of uh, there was a lot of good songs on there. Obviously, with my you know with my uh, uh, taste in punk rock and stuff, I like the faster stuff was more to my liking. But even like the slower stuff, what really stuck out the most was. Uh, it almost it almost reminded me in a vague way of like old Taking Back Sunday, where it sort of was like before they blew up, and it was almost like the rawest of emotions, where yeah. it, it, it just had this like very raw feeling to it, and I was like, I was I was just like, oh, yeah. this dude. I always talk about this like an album that they had to write versus an album. Or, or I should say, not that they had, because you there could be like oh, a contractual thing that yeah. you had to do, but an album that you had to get out of you rather than just had to write. And that's yeah, so- that's what this like fucking sounded like to me. So some of this shit was like a lot to listen to. I don't know. I just, but I think that just sort of shows the high level of writing ability that the that these guys had. Was some, and I, I, dude, I couldn't even tell you like a lyric, like or, or whatever. But right when I was listening to it, it like I just connected with. I was just like, oh, you were, you were hurting about something, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you were it, fucking hurting. It hit. It hits so much different than their earlier shit, as far as like the the scream, like the the screams of it. Like, it's not just a. It to me, it, it kind of feels like the. I like the fact that you put it that way that it was raw because I feel like you're right. And like that, it was like this built up thing because it feels like it sounds like, and feels like a first album. Mm. I mean, like it has that energy of that, like to start like of that kind of like you had so much shit that you wanted to say, but it's, it's, and that's why it kind of feels like a, a first. So like, if a band is ever going to go in a new direction, you don't want to half step it. Yeah. They want to fucking go. And, mm-hmm. and, and this is the most in, in, and, and, and especially with such a, a, a feeling from you to say like, Oh, I, I probably would like their older stuff a lot better to say like, they probably took that into to consideration and said, you know what? We're probably going to cut our fucking audience in half. Yeah. There's not a lot of people that like me that would, I truly love their older albums and I also truly love this album. Like I, I love them. Like I like both directions you're going here. I, I, I like everything you're doing. You ever like, you ever like watch a documentary? No. What? Okay. What the next question? <laughs> you ever watch yeah. a doc, you ever watch a documentary where like, Oh, you know, you know, this is going to be a bummer. Yeah. But but it's like important for me to watch almost, mm-hmm. like um, it's almost like a therapy, like it's almost or not a therapy, but like a meditation kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, wait, uh, sorry, sorry, I'm trying to think. There was uh, there's that one Netflix, or I don't know if it's Netflix specifically, but it was on Netflix for a while. I think it's called the Thirteenth. It's about the Thirteenth Amendment and how like they're using. They're basically using like mo- the modern day prison system as like a modern day slavery and whatnot. Like, I remember a friend told me to check that out, and that one I watched in parts because it was rough. It was rough to get through, but it was like you're like, I should really get to the end of this. <laughs> this yeah. uh, in a in a similar light, this album there was something about it where I was like, 
oh my god this feels so real and like i was like this feels like it's gonna be like emotionally hard to get through but i was like let's do this because this seems like this seems like a thing we should do (laughs) yeah it's a it's a thing where like I, I happen to connect with the music like on a on a like a on the musical level. Like I like I like the tunes, you know, but also like the feeling and the and the and the passion behind it. Like it's very it, it's it's one of those things that like I, I, I don't I, I don't know if I don't know if uh, other fans of Poison the Well love it as much as I do or the the connection to it or anything like that but this would be i would love if they would tour like you know where they go like oh we play the entire blah 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 album yeah like when they get to the anniversary yeah i would love to see that because i I would go i would go to that show for sure let me ask you this um what what poison the well album was this for you was this the first one or was this were you already a, a big fan I uh I think I was like I was I was aware of like songs like uh Zombies Are Good for Your Health. Like I knew like some of their hits and shit like that. Uh like uh fuck, what's the other one? I think it's like Botula or what's their what's their top five? Hold on, let me go here. I gotta go to I gotta go to my Spotify reference here. Hmm. Uh but no, I feel like the I don't think that this was the first one for me for sure. Oh, nerdy's a really good one. That one, yeah. Nerdy popped up on, uh, yo, Spotify. I will give credit, Pandora, their AI, their algorithm is the best. Like, you'll get, like, bro, Pandora the other yeah. day, I was listening to, oh, and I, I, got, a, I got a little thing about Converge. Because. Botula. Botula. And I'm surprised zombies aren't good for your health isn't on here. I saw that one. I think that one's pretty good, right? Yeah. So, this album it was funny because I was like expecting it to be a lot of like just fast, aggressive shit. Mm -hmm. And when it wasn't, I wasn't necessarily disappointed, but I was like, Oh, I really allotted some, like I allotted some space this week for some fast, aggressive stuff. And something about them reminded me of converge. Do you listen to converge? Yeah. 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 I I can totally see that. So I listened to, yeah. Converge just seems like I listened to a shitload of converge this week. Yeah. And um, to bring it over, and then I was listening to Converge Radio on my Pandora, and bro, like Pandora, it suggested this one song that was fucking great, and then the song's not even on fucking Spotify or iTunes, and it was like, 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 it was just hard to find. Like, I found one video of the song on YouTube, and I was like, damn, Pandora's really coming out with some deep fucking cuts. Yeah, that's fucking that's very impressive, Pandora. Very good job. Yeah. Good job, robot. I've used I've used Pandora. <laughs> good job, robot. I've used Pandora a lot, a lot, and I think they have the best algorithm there is. Yeah, I don't I don't really Oh, here. Love- it was called um it was called Botch St. Matthew uh St. Matthew to returns to the womb. And Jeez. like, dude, I looked I looked up Botch on Spotify. And literally all they had was they didn't have like a proper Spotify profile. They just had a few tracks on compilations. I remember botch. I think I th- I think I used to listen to them all the time. Really? Hold on, botch artist, right? You said that? Yeah, not not our good friend. Um, 
Yeah, I feel like that's not that sounds that sounds very very familiar. I'm gonna have to obviously I'll have to play that after the the show, but but yeah, see. and then also, but Spotify too has like I'll, I'll give Spotify credit for the second best uh, algorithm because they yeah. suggest they suggest some decent ass shit. There's sometimes that I get my Discover Weekly, and I know that I have like multiple playlists. Obviously, you can go to the GDP Live Slabby Boppers playlist. You can like it. You can listen to it. But also, you know, I have very eclectic taste and a very I, obviously we have a lane here that we stick to pretty much always kind of the same, except for our Britney talk that one time uh, we pretty much stay in the the heavy or hard, fast rock music uh, category. But I have a lot of, you know, a lot of different types of music, a lot of funk, a lot of fun music, really great music on my playlist. OK, great music a lot of people say great things about my music but the discover weekly every the best while? it's the best playlist uh, it's probably the best but the the first playlist ever made i think rest in peace um but there's also <laughs> <laughs> there's also the fact that like discover weekly will go like so do you like to spin doctors now and i'm like no would you ever think if i like the you don't think i heard of the spin doctor they they I swear to God, if they put fucking Fugazi in my goddamn playlist one more fucking time, I don't like Fugazi. Okay. <laughs> well, Listen that's to my words, Spotify. I know I got you open right here. Your window is open. Hear me now, robots. Don't ever put Fugazi in my fucking playlist again. Well, that's the that's where Pandora has a leg up on Spotify. Spotify doesn't have an option to be like, I don't like this. Please stop suggesting it took it away it used to it used to say i don't like this yeah and then, well no because like hide this song you know what they fucking I did don't like it you know what they fucking did the radio used to be like pandora's where you could thumbs up thumbs down and now the radio's bullshit because it's literally just a daily auto-generated playlist it's not an actual radio it's just an auto-generated playlist because they're like you're not getting through this you're gonna get three songs in get distracted and go play a different thing you're not yeah. getting all the way through this. They they put mul- they put songs on my playlist multiple times, and I'm like, no, I don't like this song. Please stop telling me to listen to the song. It sucks. Yeah, so Pan- Pandora's definitely got the better robots, but that's why that's why I brought up uh, Spotify. Is I will give them credit. They, they have suggested me some songs I like, and that's that's how I came across Nerdy by Poison the Well. Yeah, nerdy's great. Zombies are good for your health. There's like they have like hits, but they're very much in a theme. They're very much in a in a lane, and it's not it's not bad. I don't like that's what I'm saying. Is like I like older thrice. I like new thrice. I don't I don't love new newest thrice, but I like many different phases of thrice. But you don't have to love it all. But once poison the well kind of goes in this direction, it may lose people like you or like other people. But it's not because, and, and it's not like they're when you go see them live, they're not going to play those older songs, and they're probably going to only play the the heavier songs from versions, or maybe not. It just seems like a very, very distinct and very, uh, like very purposeful, like kind of. All right, we're going to have to shake some fucking duds loose because we're going to go more artistic and there's going to people there's not going to be a lot of people that fuck with this. Yeah, there's a lot of bands and that actually to give a little bit of a preview. Oh, by the way, TH, shout out in the chat. He said, "Yo guys, what's up?" Nothing. Just talking okay. about Poison the Well. 
Um, you can see us here every week, sometime around 7 p.m. Sunday night. <laughs> we don't always talk about Poison the Well. We talk about other things. We talk about other things. Um, but uh, no, that that actually a preview on the band I'm gonna bring up later is uh, wait, what did you say? Huh? Poison. Oh, Will. oh, about oh, you're gonna shake some fans loose. They, de- uh, you know, dan- bands definitely experience that, uh, uh, where. You know, it happened. It happened for me with uh, brand new. Now, it wasn't. It wasn't the talking to underage girls. I was still holding on tight. Uh, yeah. It was. It was the writing soft indie music. I was just like, "All right, I'm going. Have fun with the kids." Yeah, yeah. Bye, kids. <laughs> but no. Then call me, okay? There's there's uncrustables in the fridge. Thanks. <laughs> Same thing with uh, brand new and Fallout Boy. Um, I was just like, all right, you're not going to write the same pop punk emo album over and over again. I'm going to. What's the SpongeBob meme that. All right. Yeah. 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 Or you just Homer drifting back into the. So it's like, don't get me wrong. I've definitely. Well, well, I guess. Yeah, I guess brand new went more artistic. Fallout Boy was just like, we like money. We're going to write dubstep. Yeah, the what's or, or even like Weezer's another one that like a lot of people feel very betrayed by. Like there's there's a lot of bands. Although like- I've made the argument is Weezer's always been bad. They just they just um they just wanted to get street cred with the blue album and Pinkerton and then they were like, Here's our true form. Dog yeah. shit. <laughs> I or what is it? Beverly Hills. I'm yeah. writing songs like this for the conceivable future <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i think there's a there's a a lane that we can stay in that if if for the most part if as long as we continue to talk about only the good bands when they make the songs or albums apparently i missed the mark with you on this one and hey you know what no I have to accept that i don't think you missed the mark with me i think the album did exactly what it, it was supposed it, to do to me yeah yeah it's like a, it's a curse now it's inside of you yeah, I am haunted by it. That's what it was supposed to do. Did you get the call yet? What? Did you get the call yet from the cursed uh, young lady? No, 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 no. My lights have been flickering nonstop, though. Good, good, good. That's that's part of it, but also that might just be... You might want to call the power company. I'd love if I had Steph ready to like flick the lights right as I said that. That would be so cool. Why didn't you have that planned? Because I'm very... The entire show is scripted word for word, and we've performed it <laughs> so far. We practice it once a day, every day of the week. Right. I mean, and I don't understand why you couldn't just, or at least like a like a black wig, wig that she could wear backwards, like where it's over her hair, like over her face, like like this. Mm. She could just go. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. I was gonna say something else about this album. You're saying something about how it made you feel exactly the way it should, and you loved it more than anything no i did really like it and i I also too like i'm I'm a fucking dummy sometimes so like the the fucking fast shit i was on board a hundred percent but then it was like the slower stuff i was more tuned into like like i said before the raw emotion of it and this and that yeah it's it to me like i was like the the fact that they had this like big hollow body fucking guitar with like all this fucking like like the 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 what's a the, not the wah wah pedal, but the treble. Like when it's like super, like not treble. I can't think Reverb? of tremolo. Tremolo? Well, you know where it's like wah 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 wah. Like the wah wah pedal, basically. I can't, I can't think of the fucking. It's, it's not a delay pedal, but it's something. I can't think of the fucking. I'm not word. good with the names of pedals. But, e- echo maybe. 
but it's essentially like where they had this really like again like very country kind of feel but it's like but it's this grunt grungy grime like i don't know man it's just fucking it just seems so it seems so like epic you know what was really interesting to me is there was a lot like you said one of the songs sounded like it could fit perfectly on the radio and shit a lot of the songs were in like sort of musically sat in different sort of genres of punk rock but they still as an album made sense together i thought that was really cool uh where they just it was like very different but still sort of thematically the same i I really like when bands can do that it was almost like it it, it, they could have probably qualified this as like a rock opera you know what i mean like this could have been like a musical like people could have performed people can perform fucking dances this song I mean, it's not like the Fall of Troy album that we did where I said that my wife and I would have uh, my wife and I would have loved to have danced to a, a version of uh, the song. Uh, now I can't fucking remember it. Good thing it wasn't our fucking wedding song. Our wedding song was Starlight by Muse. I remembered. Also, we were uh, married on October 9th. Oh, my God. Did you like plan way far ahead on your wedding song or were you very... Uh... No, it literally it literally was Fall of Troy until we went to rehearse our dance and our our dance the person that was teaching us how to dance was like, I can't teach you how to dance to this like uh-huh. and I was like, okay so Starlight by Muse we were we bum 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 this is what white people dance to when they have to dance in front of their cousins from Messina, New York City. We hadn't picked ours, and then we were watching uh, the latest season of Glow. Do you remember that show? Yeah. And then there was one scene where uh, Mark Maron's character and then Allison Bree's character were like at a school dance, and they were playing this like slow Madonna song. And I just it like hit me, and I was like, I want to do that one. That's the one. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I I don't listen to Madonna, so I can't remember what it was. But it was just such like a, it was such a good fucking song for the moment. It was a failure. It was uh, like a prayer, right? No, it was. Ju- we took her book where she got naked, and we just stood still and showed pictures of it. That was our yeah. wedding dance. You had a person. Uh, <laughs> you had a person narrate it. <laughs> we just showed naked pictures of Madonna. Our wed. Our wedding song. Madonna's tits. I remember your wedding. I was there. It you was were there. It was one of the greatest days of my life. It was probably uh, the second best wedding I've ever been to. Was it yours? You you performing for your wife? You fucking showing? Oh nope, third. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Ours was fun. I found out I was a good writer at our wedding. What? Who told you that? Uh. All those ladies crying. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't that Bro. funny? That, like, you were like, damn, I could fucking, I could fuck all of you. <laughs> anyway. No. No, I thought, damn, I should write a script. Damn, I'm I should gonna... fuck all of you. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to get so much I know pussy. most of you are family right now, but. Oh. Holy shit, I'm going to get so much pussy. <laughs> What if you said that? <laughs> Andy, what are you what are you talking about? What? I can get I can fuck everyone. <laughs> like I have I have your pussy forever. <laughs> Andy, you said that out loud. Oh 
Oh shit. <laughs> oh, Andy, you keep saying everything. Oh, I just wanna I just wanna fuck everyone. <laughs> No, uh, do you mean like you should write your wedding as a script or you should write, you should like, you, you're like. Well, I no, got- dude, I was just like, when I was reading my vows, I was just bodying people, dude. They were, they didn't know what hit them. They were and, just. And so- you're saying that you wrote your vows? Bro. None of it was plagiarized? Bro, we fucking, you remember we were what? at, we were at the Sunset Grill. I kept. I kept goofing on you hard. Remember, you had the chicken fingers, and I was hitting you with this one. It, dude, it was one of my it was one of my best goofs ever. You were eating the. Ch- I'd be like, Pat, what'd you get? And you'd be like, the chicken fingers. And I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I was fucking you up with that one. I was crushing you. And I then didn't know, I, didn't, I didn't know what the what was wrong with the chicken fingers. I mean, you never told me. No, no, there wasn't anything wrong with the chicken fingers. Um. Andy, you okay? It's years now. It's years away. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah. there's nothing. There I'll be on. No, you, I, I hear what you want. You want me to be perfectly on. I'll be perfectly honest. Well, no, you, you don't even have to tell me. They're obviously, uh, uh, you don't even have to react whatsoever. I know that there was nothing wrong with the chicken fingers. And I agree, there was nothing wrong with nothing wrong with the chicken fingers. <laughs> you made a noise with that one. I didn't. No, 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 no. Away. no, no. I got yeah, a. You're... No, I got a soundboard. There was a soundboard. Oh, you got you have clips. Oh, I got drops too. <laughs> oh, you actually do have a soundboard. <laughs> I do. <laughs> no. Actually, that, that reminded me when you said that. This is this is my absolute only favorite one ever. Hold on, go. Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> we talk. I look at, I watched that video for like thirty minutes straight on the stream one night. It's one of the great. It's like yo, know, white dudes are not don't know how to truly be excited like that because. Uh, they don't know what curse words they can say in fun. like they're like they almost like don't trust themselves like if they start on a slur like on a on a on like a a, a curse train they might get into a slur slurville you know what I mean like they might be like hey oh, I'm fucking beat that Chinaman <laughs> and you're like oh, no not now it's not a good time <laughs> when white people are just too purely happy that's what they do yeah it just it just like bursts out of them whatever the <laughs> thing is of um, oh, but I was gonna say after we we fucked up uh, we fucked up the Sunset Grill, and then everyone left, and it was me, Jay, Nino, and Jay's girlfriend, and we were all kind of like looking at each other, and we're like, none of us are good. We got an Uber, got back, kept drinking, and fucking I li- I was like, I didn't write my fucking vows, and I fucking banged out the vows, and you know what? You know what I found out. Um, Steph actually told me this recently. She drunkenly wrote hers the night before, too. Oh, my God. You guys are meant to be. It was so God. It was. I know it's corny, but it was was very beautiful when she said I was like, hell yeah, that rules. Yeah. How and and it's nice that you're like, you're like, I did the best. Mine were the greatest. I am the best. But we both wrote them the night before. (laughs) (laughs) And I did a little look away thing. You see that? Yeah. I guess Steph's torn so No, I was bodying motherfuckers on that vow. I do remember I if I remember correctly on your wedding day, I was I was like I was a couple people back and I and I remember during Steph's vows I was going get up. <laughs> get it. Oh, you were doing that right behind yes me? Or no. <laughs> yes or no. It's a simple question. What are we doing? Yes. I'm like, <laughs> 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 or what if 
what if um what if, or 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 you just he goes do you have the ring and i go oh come on <laughs> or you just start like in the middle of things you're just like there's an open bar tonight right oh you're still doing it okay sorry 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 <laughs> hey andy is the open bar what time's the open bar <laughs> <laughs> like and i'm like doing the thing yeah i was in the middle of my vows <laughs> oh, okay they're really good by the way <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you're doing great. Did you guys uh what beers did you get? Yeah, were you guys going for your <laughs> kind of beers did you get though? You're like, Andy, you're doing a great job. When did you guys meet? Yeah, what uh look, Rachel, I think you are awesome. <laughs> I know she's not Rachel. Um, all right, we gotta wrap this up. Why? <laughs> why? Because it's too good, that's why. Yeah, YouTube is too delighted at this point. And they're, they're loving like, us too fucking much, baby. And also, they kicked us off when we said cunt earlier. Yeah, yeah. We're in the dark web now. Do ah. you guys, would you guys like to buy children? Yeah. You guys want some drugs? Do you want some heroin or some, some children? Would you like heroin or a child? I have both. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I... Uh, Oh yeah, uh, Andy. Uh, so we're we're obviously doing the show every Sunday, because uh, this is the Lord's Day. But what about next week? Next week. So when I was listening to this album, there was an album that I very just like the raw grittiness, kind of like that sadness that's over you, but still mixing it in with the fucking fast, in your face punk shit, and it got me thinking that. Next week, I want to ask the question, what about Great Britain by Gallows? Uh, gray? Or is it great? Gray. Ooh, like the color? Yeah. What so other like gray is there? The anatomy? <laughs> you sack of shit. You always got something in the chamber. <laughs> the by the way, I think I just spelled Gray Brighton. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I know how to spell it. You don't yeah. have to. You fucking dude. You type in G R E Y. It's gonna be one of the first couple ones. Don't they only have like two records? Two they albums? have four albums and like two or three EPs. Oh wow! Are yeah. they still around? <laughs> they never broke up, but like they barely toured their last album, and they did one show since then, and that was their last album came out. What the fuck? I think I was still in college, maybe. Oh wow. Okay, so it's it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. A couple it, of years now. It's been a minute. And then also, I think financially, uh, oh yeah, 2015. No, so I wasn't in college, but 2015. So they haven't put out an album in six years, and like I said, they barely toured the last album, and they've done like. I could probably count on one hand the the amount of shows they've done after they stopped touring their last album. It just sort of... I mean, we'll get into this more, but they just sort of uh, petered out and they, you know, they all had their own separate careers outside of the band. And I think it was just one of those things where it was like, this is becoming a very expensive, ho expensive hobby at this point. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so they had other bands. and Obviously, we'll get into it next week. And everything. Well, yeah. So, like, Wade, Wade's in Alexis on Fire, and he does a lot of... Uh, he, he actually scores movies, which is really interesting. I didn't realize that, but he... One or... 
you rascal. You get at it. Stop it. I'm not going to. Rotten Tomatoes? What's this guy? He's I mean, a movie critic? <laughs> no, he, he does the uh, he does the film scores. Uh, oh, oh, I thought we were talking about old John Lovitz here. John Lovitz? Yeah, he's a critic. Is he? Yeah. Isn't that the guy from the Adam Sandler movies? Machi, Machi, huh? Yeah. He's a movie the- critic? He's no, he's the critic, the the show, the critic. Oh, my fault. And then um, their guitarist, well, their their one original guitarist left the band to do some band with his girlfriend, and then their other guitarist runs a record label, and you know, so they just, and I think their bassist is like a like a manager now or something. So yeah, they kind of were like, "All right, I don't think this band's making us money anymore." Uh, oh, mate, we will uh, quit this band and start our own businesses. <laughs> it was a bummer, dude. They didn't even tour in America on their last album. They just did like fucking red coats. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want them here anyway. We don't fucking want you here anyway. Get here to get away from you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this album uh, was a very still is still. I still listen to them pretty regularly. Uh, it was it was like a I actually in I did this with Run the Jewels too. I intentionally stopped listening to them so they like really hit hard for me again. Yeah, they build up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Right. And actually, naturally on my own, like a month ago, I uh, it was funny. I was having the greatest time ever listening to Gallows at work, and then I stepped on a nail. So I went from the best to the worst. It actually, it didn't even go that deep into my foot. It just bled a little bit. But then I was like, I haven't gotten a tetanus shot for fucking ever. So I had to, I had to leave and go get a tetanus shot. Got paid for it though. Nice, hell yeah, on yeah. the clock, baby. Yeah, I think, I think that's a really good point, and we can bring, we can talk about that more to next week. Of, I'm writing it down. I'm, I already have two notes. I have two questions, and two topics we could talk about with this. Um, but uh, like uh, of building like your music tolerance to a band. Yeah, you know I mean? like that kind of thing of like the same way you do with drinking or drugging or anything like that. I mean, if you if you have the opportunity, if it's not super addictive drugs, but if you yeah, if just, you don't have if you don't have an absolute problem with it, yeah, if you're not a fucking pussy, yeah, but, yeah, if you're not, I'm a, gonna I'm gonna drink a little bit less, not just drink enough to like like to survive, but like one of those things of like oh, so I won't shake and die, but like I'm gonna stop drinking so much and then I'll drink some like like you are. Like you're like kind of blasting through some whiskeys right now, but then like later on, you'll like you'll probably go like, oh, eventually. Oh, yeah, right. dude. Did I just a... remind you, you had whiskey. Did I show you my new whiskey? No, I heard about it, but I haven't I haven't seen I'm it. I'm a yet. whiskey boy now, dude. I'm loving whiskey. You did the proper Irish twelve, and you're about halfway through this one probably now. I'm about halfway through filibuster. Had no. some it had some fat Englishmen on the front, so it looked good. Oh, oh it's right proper fat. This one right. We're talking about gallows, right? <laughs> yeah right governor governor uh, this uh, if i can just one last question about this album is this the one that has in the belly of a shark no so, oh so fucking dark and actually that'll be a good album to bring up on this one because um the pre the production value actually has a huge factor in uh why i listen to God damn, I'm so excited to talk about this. I don't want to get into it too much. No, because it's like I look at like with like like with their two lead singers as almost like two separate bands. Two lead singers? Yeah. 
Yeah, they they had for they had uh, Frank Carter for their first two albums, and then Wade McNeil for their second two albums. I've seen him live, and I had no idea. <laughs> was it a skinny redheaded dude? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that's Frank Carter. Is he the one that does the Billy the Shark? I, I don't I don't want to yell too loud. That's why that, that's not what he sounds like. He's very good at it. Uh, no, he has a very very thick accent, and he has a lot of attitude. Yeah, yeah. I think he's I chilled out. He's been he's been fucking steady posting woke shit on social media. I'm like, you're not the angry guy calling out rap band rap groups at fucking Warp Tour anymore, are you? Yeah. <laughs> he's just he's just fucking on on fucking Instagram calling out woke shit nice well hey you know what everybody can live and learn and laugh and love and that's what we talk about here on what about andy is it i thought we talk about punk rock and say cunt a bunch fuck yeah fuck yeah fuck face dip fuck shit cunt bitch, bitch. You fucking dip cunt shit you dip cunt fuck face bitch now we're definitely getting flagged <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah next week uh, oh, that, that's what I was going to say. It's uh, the production value is a big reason why, like, when it comes to the Frank Carter albums, I listen to this one more so than, uh, uh, what was it, Orchestra of Wolves. But we'll get into that more next week. I'm very excited about this. Gallows, easily my favorite uh, hardcore punk band. Um, yeah. All right. Bye. We love you.